Welcome to the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Hey, everybody. It's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you for tuning in again this week to this week's edition of The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I'm excited to be with you on this Tuesday morning. I am your host. And as always, uh, we like to bring you not just really good information, but I also like to always spotlight pretty amazing guests and letting them talk about what they do and really how it can be of service to you. My guest today is Julie DeLuca Collins. She is a certified tiny habits coach but she also provides business and uh, leadership coaching uh, for women as well. We're going we're gonna to have a, an interesting conversation around habits and confidence and how all that has to do uh, with how we do ourselves. Julie, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. It is a pleasure to be here with you and your audience. Absolutely. Fantastic. So please introduce yourself first. Absolutely. So, I, I mean, I am a business and life strategy coach after a 20 year successful career as an executive in corporate America. I went out on my own. And one of the things that I really um, knew that I wanted to do is to help the impact of women who were either trying to leave corporate America um, and launch their own business. I wanted to help them leverage my sk skill and expertise. But I also wanted to um, continue to support individual women in leadership programs. Leadership has always been something that's been close to my heart. And I, as a coach, typically will do and share things that have been impactful in my life. And becoming a Tiny Habits coach was something that really stemmed from some of the research and work that I did for my own personal life and my career and in launching my business and also writing my book is I knew that creating habits was going to be very an, uh, a key part to becoming confident and to doing the things that we desire and achieving our dreams. Wow. That's a lot, but it's a lot, <laughs> right? So let's just, let's start there. So you obviously, I really believe that when we go out on our own, especially when we've, you know, had a career working for other people, like I did a long time ago as well. You know, we really are speaking to people who we're really speaking to people that were is almost like where we were a while back. And I'm just absolutely I'm just wondering, like when when you talk with people, um, for instance, let's take confidence. What are some of the things that people share with you as to what they struggle with? You know, I think that a lot of people struggle with the shoulds. They go down the spiral of should. I should have done that, or I should already be doing this, or I I haven't, I can't, I won't. And that spiral is the one thing that really robs us of confidence because what we start doing when we sit in that sabotaging thought that we're not where we need to be or we're not and we're not perfect enough or good enough, then that robs us of confidence. And mm -hmm. what happens is for many of us, confidence doesn't come because we're born with it or it doesn't come because we um, have this special gift, right? We're an extrovert person and can talk right. to anyone. Confidence comes from the evidence that you are capable. And the more that you do the work in, in, in your own personal life, and that means 
showing up every day habitually, then that's what increases your confidence. Well, it's, I love how you say that because in the fitness space, which is where I spent the majority of my career, um, we have a saying, it's like confidence comes with reps and it's, it's not like reps on a machine or an exercise, right? Which is what most people think. But to your point, confidence comes from the, like you said, the evidence but also we have to keep trying to create the evidence, right? We have to do things and we might not do them perfectly, but we're like, okay, that wasn't so bad. Mm-hmm. And now and I'm going to try it again. And that's the premise of tiny habits, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. BJ Fogg, who wrote the book, Tiny Habits, he is a research scientist when it comes to behavior design, he has found that in order for a behavior to happen, there's three things that need to be in place. And one is motivation. The other one is our ability to do something. And the third is the prompt to that reminds us to do the thing. But for many of us, we go out trying to do the thing thinking that we need more motivation. But at times, if we're trying to do something new, something difficult, something um, un- unfamiliar to us, then we're not going to be very motivated to do it. If you think about the analogy yeah. of working out at the gym, right? If mm-hmm. there's a machine that you've never done, or you've never done a spinning class, or you've never done a Zumba or a hot, hot yoga, then you're not, you're going to be like, okay, I'm going to try it. But your motivation to do it time and time again when you're not great at it is going to wean and it's going to leave you. So then you're going to be unsuccessful at doing the thing. Whereas if you start tiny and you say, you know what, I'm going to go to the gym and my goal is that I'm just going to walk on the treadmill for two minutes and move my body. That's a more doable thing. And then you begin to gain that evidence that, hey, I went to the gym. And you create that identity for yourself of the person that you can be. And that creates that confidence. Like, oh, look at me. I went to the gym today. And you swagger a little more um, with pep in your step. Yeah. Well, I love how you I love how you put that as well, because that's one of the, the big things that I teach is that most of my, when I when I talk to people and I do a lot more than just fitness. But but in the beginning of my career, it was about how to be the how do you most people with workout programs struggle with being consistent. A lot of it is I don't really know what to do and how to do it correctly. But it's like they just spiral like spiral on and off of a routine. Right. And one yeah. of ways to stay consistent is to keep things very simple. Absolutely. Consistency, you know, and one of the things that I love to tell everyone and I tell my clients and um, my listeners on, on my show will know, consistent action is what gets you traction. If you think about of a bucket, right, picture a bucket, a lot of times people think, you know what, I'm just going to open that faucet and fill the bucket really fast. And then all of a sudden the bucket can tip over or it overflows. But there's much more um, ability to fill a bucket as well with one drop at a time and the bucket will get filled and there, the ability for it to tip over won't be as it won't prone you know, to tip because it's that consistent action that is filling the bucket. And I think that a lot of people want to go big or go home, but there's nothing wrong with tiny. Tiny has a big impact. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a small, the, the big, the results, you know, the, the big goals that we work toward are made yeah. up of like lots and lots of these little tiny steps. 
Yeah, absolutely. Tiny steps are amazing. And I know that they make an impact in my life and the lives of, of the women that I work with. And, you know, it's, it's sometimes it, it's funny. It's like we, 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 we focus on the big goal and we focus on the, the big rocks, if you will, the big milestones, the big things that we see in neon lights. But yet at the same time, to your point with the tiny steps, we almost tend to discount those as not being all that important. Oh, I just did a 10 minute walk today when I really should have done something bigger to your point. Yeah, I think that, and and by the way, we have to be okay with giving ourselves credit for being beginners mm-hmm. and doing the work. Because I think that, especially in, in our social media environment, where we only see somebody's high points, we're not seeing the behind the scenes or what's going on underwater. But we have to be okay with knowing that, hey, I showed up today Give yourself credit for showing up. For instance, for me, I drink about 100 ounces of water daily. And by the way, I didn't start by just, I'm going to fill in 100 ounces of Uh water bottle and fill it. It started with me making the decision, right? And let's go back to what I talked a little bit about before. Mm -hmm. I had the behavior that I wanted to achieve, which is drinking the water. I wasn't, I don't always feel motivated to drink water. It looks boring at times, right? But I had the ability and I had my prompt. My ability to fill out my water bottle is I, every night I leave my water bottle next to the sink. And my prompt, the thing that reminds me to fill my water bottle is that when I let my dogs out in the morning, Uh, to go and do their business first thing in the morning. My back door is next to my sink. So there's my prompt that reminds me, oh, hey, I need to fill my water bottle. And by the way, Allison, here is the key to behavior change. And this is another thing that we teach as tiny habit coaches is that when you celebrate and your brain feels good, your brain changes. So when I fill my water bottle, yeah, so when I fill my water bottle, I celebrate. I'm like, good job, Julie. I'm a girl who who fills out her 100 ounce water bottle every day. And guess what? If my water bottle is filled, it becomes easier for me to then drink my water throughout the day. Yeah, absolutely. And I love how you said that because emotion is everything. That's really what our subconscious remembers more than the actual steps or the putting the water bottle by the sink to use your point. Or one of the things I always tell my clients is like schedule your workout like it's an appointment with yourself in your book, right? Oh, so good. Yeah. You know, but it's more about getting excited and, you know, patting yourself on the back for the fact that you actually did it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, sometimes we, we, and this is going back to that, that should uh, spiral, right? Oh, I should have drank my entire water bottle. Then guess what? If you're if you're shutting yourself, yeah. you're not going to do it. Um, yeah. As opposed to if you say, "Hey, oh my goodness, look at the gain! I drank more water today than I did yesterday." That is going to encourage you to see the progress of where you've been. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I just I think I have a, a friend who always says, "You can shut yourself to death." Oh, for sure, for sure. I, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, because we can we're, we get really good at pointing out what we didn't do. Absolutely, and and by the way, I think that you know it is um, normal, and I want to help individuals remember that our brain 
um, is programmed to have that negative bias. It's mm-hmm. trying to protect Absolutely. us. So it's always going to come up with the thought that I'm not enough, I'm not doing this right, or this is not going to work, or it's going to take too long, you name it. So it's very important to notice what your brain is saying. And mm-hmm. then normalize it and say, oh, you know what? My brain is always going to tell me that's not going to be a big effort, but I know that I'm going to be a little bit better than I was yesterday and I'm building that momentum. And yeah. after you normalize it, then you can, you know, definitely go in and in, in continue to move forward. Yeah. And so I've created a brand new visionary retreat leaders checklist. This is pure gold, folks. This is all stuff that I have learned through my own planning processes over the last 10 years that I've been delivering retreats. So if you want to get your hands on a copy, it's absolutely free. You can go to my website, www.theallisonk.com. Click on the can work with me icon, work with me, which is on the left-hand side. If you go to my website and click it and you start scrolling down the page and there'll be a pop-up window that will appear and you can just put your email address in and we'll be glad to send it to you. So make sure you take advantage of this. This is an amazing free offer. This is worth its weight in gold. And quite honestly, I see a lot of people charging a lot of money for the stuff that I'm just giving to you for free. So go get your hands on it. I would love to get your feedback, see what you think, but definitely take it as a free gift from me because I really believe in over-delivering and over-sharing. And I just want you to be able to have it so that you can start using it and planning your own retreats and events. So take advantage. I would love to hear what you think. You know, I just, I think, I'm just wondering, and I'm just curious from your perspective with, you know, the women that you work with and the people that you talk with, what are some of the things that you hear from people as to why they either struggle with starting something, even if they're the small habits, or continue to tell themselves the same stories? You know, the stories that we have, and by the way, all of us have this inner judge that as children, we created to help protect us. And we have other saboteurs, uh, some other saboteurs that come up in our, 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 um, cast of characters that support the saboteur, uh, judge, right? And all of us have these behaviors that kind of helped us kind of get along as right. we grew and, and, and to fit in and to feel um, like we were belong or we were loved. I think that a lot of women, you know, for instance, if they tend to be people pleaser, um, they did it because when they were young, that's how they were able to get love, right? By mm-hmm. doing the thing, being the good girl, etc. So we grow into these behaviors. So one, we're not aware that we're doing it. And number two, changing a pattern that has been existing in us for so long is one of the challenges. But again, I want to encourage individuals to just normalize that, oh my goodness, I'm doing that. And become that scientist in your own life and be curious. Because at times when we are struggling to not do the thing that we want to, we go to the fault of beating ourselves up as yeah. opposed to just yeah. being curious and that curiosity or when we feel when we feel that we didn't do something and we feel bad right yeah. then we don't want to feel bad so we want to ignore that feeling but we want to say oh you know i'm feeling bad let me think what happened and, and really explore what is happening yeah. and you're really diffusing 
the yeah. the sentiment and it's going to well, help I, you I more. I like how you said, let's normalize the fact that it's a challenge. Let's not just talk about it like it's just the easiest thing in the world. As much as we might want to believe it, mm-hmm. that's always the work, right? The work yeah. is always to create a thought process that allows us to believe that it can be easy, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I love how you said, yeah, let's normalize the fact that it's a challenge. Look, you're not alone. We all we all struggle. Um, but I love how you said be curious. So I'm wondering, do you have like specific questions? Can you offer just a couple of examples for anyone listening? You know, one of the biggest questions is that I I like to really connect to personally and that I encourage my clients is that when they are noticing, right, for instance, I'm I'm feeling bad about that or I am I am, you know, telling myself this story that I want you to think about number 1 what is it that you are hearing? What is it that you are saying to yourself? Be curious in, oh, what is that thought? And what am I making it mean? Am oh, I making yeah. it mean mm-hmm. that I am not a good enough person or I am not a, you know, I don't measure up? Um, think about what that thought is. Be curious yeah. and figure out the thought. And number two is go and figure out because every thought Allison is going to then create a feeling in you if yeah. you're thinking you're not good enough you're going to feel shame maybe you're yeah. going to feel not worthy and when you don't and whatever feeling you have is going to then create an action yeah so if I am feeling bad and I'm feeling embarrassed maybe I didn't get my work done for this class it's going to be easier to not go to that class yeah, of course. And that, and then that's how we create these patterns that sabotage us. Yeah. No, I love how you said, what are we making this mean? That's something that I tell my clients a lot too, because, yeah. you know, one of the things I think we always have to remember, regardless of where we are in our own journeys, is that we always have the power to decide what it means. Absolutely. And, and, and by the way, that's a choice. Every oh, single day, mm-hmm. what we think is a choice. And we have the power to change our behavior by starting to really not only understand what we're feeling, but think, thinking about knowing what we're thinking that is leading us to that feeling. Yeah. And that's yeah. important to note. Yeah, I, I just I think a lot of people think for whatever reason that, you know, the thoughts just randomly appear. Right. Or that, mm-hmm. you know, decide how. And look, we, we do get to decide how we want to feel about something, but it's we have to do the thought work with it, too. Absolutely. The thought work is very important. And by the way, it's part of the process. It is part of self-care in, in, in knowing, because by the way, we can live in this white noise of life in which we're just living by default. Yeah. But I want to encourage listeners to live by design. Mm-hmm. Because living by design means that you take a moment to think about what did that, you know, what, how did that make me feel? What mm-hmm. did I do when I felt that way? Ooh, yeah. did I get the result that I wanted by doing that? So that again is going to help to create the life that you've imagined and build your confidence in the process. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So absolutely. So I'm, I'm betting that there are people, people out there listening that this is all just coming at just the right time. Cause I always believe that when I'm talking to a guest, you know, here or someplace else, that whatever we talk about is going to help at least one person. 
So I'm wondering if you could offer some an e- some easy actionable tips, um, something that someone could walk away with and begin to implement right away. Absolutely. So one of the first things that I'm going to encourage you to do is that you, if you want to create a tiny habit for self-care, if you want to create and start small and start to build on your momentum, that you remember that you can create a recipe you that will help you, number one, find the ability to do the thing that you want to do. And number two, find the prompt that will trigger that reminder to do the behavior and you won't rely on motivation. So I want you to think about um, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, whether it be maybe going for a walk, you want to go ahead in after I blank. So for instance, if you're going for a walk, I will put my gym shoes on. So yeah. after I have my coffee, I will put my shoe, my gym shoes on mm-hmm. and then, right. Cause the, your coffee is your prompt that reminds you and you're able to put your shoes on. Right. So you may want to put your shoes where you, re- you remember to see them. Right. So that's yeah. helping you. And then the last thing that you're going to do after you put your shoes on is you're going to celebrate, mm-hmm. right? Because you're going for that minimal action of just putting your shoes on. You're not going for the walk. You're not going to celebrate that you walked or not. You're just becoming the person who puts her shoes on for the yeah. walk every single day. And you will see that at times, once you have your shoes on, it's going to be much easier to continue to go and you can build your habits and grow your habits from there. But start small. Remember, yeah. after I blink, I will blink and I will celebrate. That is yeah. the big recipe. Yeah. Well, I love how you keep the, with the overarching theme really and pretty much everything we've talked about is start small. Um, yeah. I just, I cannot emphasize that enough. And the more opportunities we have to say that, I think the better off everyone's going to be, that we have to get away from this idea that, you know, if it's not big and glamorous or if I'm not doing all the things that it doesn't count because the little things, to my opinion, are what matter the most. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, like Dr. Fogg says, small is mighty. And yeah. you need to remember that, that that is what builds momentum. Oh, absolutely. Julie, where can people find you? Oh, thank you so much for asking. So you can find me on all the internet, web areas, whatever. I am Julie DeLuca Collins. You can also go to my website, which is goconfidentlycoaching.com. Goconfidentlycoaching.com. And you're on all the social media? I am on all the social medias. Actually, I am not on Twitter because Twitter is just a dumpster fire. But <laughs> you can find me on you can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest, and uh, my podcast is Casa de Confidence. Casa de Confidence. That's right. So we want to make sure that everyone knows that they can find you there. Absolutely. So, and I always love to hear from individuals. If you want a habit design as well, if you have a specific habit that you want to create, just, you know, shoot me a message or on the website, you will see the link for you can, um, you know, book 15 minutes with you. And I'm happy to walk you through how to create your own recipe for your habit design. And I'm happy to do that. It's always really fun to get individuals to do that. And I can send you some additional information from Dr. Fogg and the Tiny Habits Academy. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for making time to talk with me today. This was really helpful with just lots of golden nuggets for people to take away. 
It's a fun conversation. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed talking to you about something that I'm really passionate about. I love it. Thank you so much. So folks out there listening, please connect with Julie. If what we talked about today is landing for you in any way, um, you, if you've known me for any period of time, you know that I'm always talking about the small habits, the tiny habits, the baby steps, the things that we do every day is always what's going to get us to where we want to be. And I don't want you to ever think that that doesn't matter. Um, I think in today's world with how fast everything moves and this tendency to want to keep up with the Joneses and to try to do be bigger and better than the next thing, you know, we forget that. So I just want to make sure that you know that. And today's conversation is really evidence of that. There's lots of golden nuggets in this conversation. So you might want to bookmark this one and go back and listen again. And if you have a friend or business colleague who you think this episode would really be helpful for, please feel free to copy the link and send it to them as a free gift from me. Or if you like, you can connect with me on my website at www.allisonk.com and I'll be glad to do it for you or I'll have someone on my team do it as well. Um, You can always connect with me there. Please know that if you are looking for a new home in social media, a community of supportive people to help motivate and inspire you, uh, we're recording this. It's, It's summertime. So wherever you are, if you're retooling your own personal self-care habits, whether they're fitness, health, or otherwise, please come over and join my Facebook community, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care, and we can be each other's cheerleaders. This is Allison Kaczkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You're one step closer to living your ultimate life, so make it a good one.